Chapter 9 Casey reluctantly allowed her to walk away before heading inside the house to take a shower, shutting the door behind him with a click. He was grateful Mara hadn't asked him why he hadn't been able to sleep. He would have lied, because there was no way he could tell her that every time he closed his eyes, he dreamed of her naked in his bed. Their legs twined together, their skin slick with perspiration, and his hands and mouth touching every place on her body he could reach. He wanted to bind her hands to the headboard and bury his face in her pussy. She would have no choice but to enjoy as he licked, nibbled, and tormented her to an orgasm over and over again. And when she was sated beyond her wildest dreams, he would finally thrust his shaft deep inside her, not only inside her pussy, but her mouth and ass as well. He wanted to take her every way he possibly could, and then start all over again. He'd been surprised to see her awake at this hour. When he found her standing on the deck, he had to force his eyes to remain on her face after he noticed she wasn't wearing a bra under her T-shirt. The fleshy orbs had called for him to take them in his hands and tease them until she begged for more. He'd felt his cock twitch and reached for the bottle of water he'd left out hoping the cool water would keep him from embarrassing himself with a woody in his sweats. If that happened, she wouldn't be able to miss it under the cotton material. But as she walked past him on the way to the stairs, her unique scent went straight to his groin, and he hadn't been able to stop the lengthening of his cock. But by the time he reached his bathroom, he'd worked himself into a frenzy thinking of what she looked like under her clothes and was harder than he could ever remember being turning on the water, he stripped off his clothing and stepped into the shower stall. He needed some relief if he was to face her again without a hard-on. Grabbing a bottle of body soap, he squirted some in his hand, then wrapped his palm and fingers around his aching cock. He tightened his fist and dragged it up and down while he closed his eyes and replaced his hand with her mouth in his mind. She'd been kneeling before him, her fingers digging into his ass as she clutched his hips. He grasped her hair in his hand and tightened his grip until she felt a sting of pain, and her juices flowed from her sweet pussy. Her mouth would open, and she would take him inside, her plump, pink lips closing around him and her tongue licking him. His hand pumped faster as in his mind she moaned around his flesh, and the fantasy vibrations did him in. With a gasp and groan emanating from him, his cum erupted from his body in waves until he was finally depleted. Leaning against the shower wall in his other hand, he slowed the motion of the one still wrapped around his ebbing erection. When his breathing returned to normal, he moved under the spray of water to begin cleaning himself off. Fuck, it was going to be a long four weeks. And that was becoming an unwanted mantra. The next three days flew by with a comfortable companionship developing between the pair. In the mornings, they would head down to the beach, where K.C. proceeded to show his trainee some simple self-defense moves. He adjusted them to take into account her small stature, but made sure she could do some damage and give herself time to escape if she ever needed to. The sand was soft and the perfect place to spar because if she ended up on the ground, she wouldn't get injured. Mariah proved to be a fast learner 
and continued to impress him. With repeated practice, she was able to perform a few of the techniques with almost flawless precision after such a short time. Their afternoons were spent at the firing range, where he began to increase the distance to the target. He also showed her how to shoot from a kneeling position and from behind cover, drilling into her the importance of showing as little of her body as possible to be a smaller mark. After she had practiced with her right hand, he had her switch the weapon to her weaker, left one, teaching her how to compensate in case her dominant hand became incapacitated. Mariah threw herself into the lessons and not only amazed K.C. and herself with her accuracy, but also Al, who spent some time observing their practices. He loved to tease and joke with her. I hope I never run into you in a dark alley, Mariah giggled. That's exactly what I thought about you the first time I met you, but now that I know you better, I think you're a pussycat. Both men had snorted loudly in amusement over her comment. While she was grateful K.C. was teaching her how to defend herself, she was also thankful she was so exhausted by the end of each day. She'd managed to sleep seven straight hours the past two nights without any nightmares, which had shocked her when she awakened feeling refreshed and energetic. As busy as their days were, the evenings were slow and pleasant. They took turns cooking and cleaning and enjoyed some lively conversations during and after dinner. She was growing comfortable having Casey around and, oddly enough, felt as if they had become a couple. Well, at least a couple who had never kissed or even touched each other. Not that she would mind. Shit, no. No matter how much she fought her attraction to him, she would love for him to drag her into his arms and kiss her for hours until they both had their fill. She yearned to peel off his clothing, piece by piece, slowly driving him insane for her touch. The more time they spent together, the more she felt her body respond to him. While she couldn't deny she was physically attracted to him, she was pretty confident the attraction was one-sided. Casey hadn't made a pass at her, or even hinted at the fact he found her desirable. She had known other women who wouldn't have let the fact deter them, and would have shrewdly made their interest known. But Mariah had always been shy when it came to men and sex. Although she had lost her virginity long ago to her high school sweetheart, she had never been the aggressor, in any of the few relationships she'd had over the years. Most of them hadn't lasted long. Her boyfriend seemed to tire of always being the ones to initiate sex with her and often left her for a bolder type of woman. One such boyfriend had thrown that fact at her while breaking up with her, and she had felt utterly humiliated. The problem was she didn't know how to seduce a man and initiate sex, and she was too embarrassed to make any clumsy attempts. Hell, she didn't even know what an orgasm felt like. At least, she didn't think she did. She needed to find a man who would be willing to teach her things, to help her find out what pleased her, and show her what pleased him. What would please K.C.? Would he be a patient lover? Would he be willing to show her some moves in bed, the way he was showing her when they were training? Mariah sighed. Probably not. K.C. was an adventurous type, who almost certainly wanted the same from his lovers, and she didn't know how to respond in a seductive way, and it made her feel ashamed at her involuntary faults. Thursday evening was warmer than it had been for the past week. Dinner consisted of a delicious linguine primavera, which K.C. had made from scratch. When Mariah complimented him on his culinary artistry, she was surprised to see the macho-looking man blush slightly. 
He might have been self-conscious, but she thought it was sweet. Coughing, Casey changed the subject. It's a beautiful night. Are you up for a walk on the beach after dinner? I always feel the need to move around after I eat pasta for some reason. The carbs, I guess. Not wanting the evening to end, she nodded as she swallowed the food she'd been chewing and then dabbed her mouth with a napkin. Sure, that sounds nice. After they had completed the meal, K.C. cleared the table as Mariah tackled the pots and dishes. Silently, she marveled at how quickly they had fallen into a domestic rhythm. She had never lived with any of her boyfriends before and hadn't had a man in the house since her father had left when she was young. It felt odd, yet comfortable, to be living under the same roof as this strong, handsome man who constantly had testosterone-charged vibes emanating from his solid frame. Not for the first time, she wondered what it would be like to caress his sinewy arms, chest, and back. Would he moan at her touch? Would his muscles quiver as he begged for more? Are you going to scrub the Teflon off that pan? Mariah started at the deep voice just over her right shoulder. Mortified at being caught in a daydream about the man, she quickly rinsed off the saute pan and placed it on the drying rack. Sorry, I just zoned out there for a second. Must be the carbs. Chuckling, he tossed the sponge he'd used to wipe the table into the sink. Well, now that everything's clean, are you ready for a walk? I think so. Just let me grab a sweatshirt in case it gets too cool before we get back. Five minutes later, they were strolling down the beach on the edge of where the waves peaked on the sand, propelled by the low tide. The sky was dark, but a faint orange and yellow ribbon from the last of the setting sun still lingered in the west. The moon hung high overhead, giving them enough light to avoid stepping on shells or the occasional dead crab that had washed ashore. They were both barefoot and had rolled their pant legs up a few times to prevent them from getting soaked in the gentle surf. While not frigid, the water was cool, but it was easier to trot on the packed wet sand than further inland where the sea rarely reached. They traveled in a peaceful silence for about a half mile before Casey suddenly stopped and grabbed Mariah's arm, forcing her to stand still. What? Look, a shooting star, he exclaimed. Following his pointed finger over the dark blue ocean, Mariah was excited to see a celestial light speeding across the night sky. They both stood in awe at the sight until it disappeared into the horizon. Mariah exhaled a breath she didn't know she'd been holding. Oh my God, I've never seen a shooting star before. It was incredible. Casey grinned. I've seen a bunch of them, but I still find it really cool to spot one. They began to make their way down the beach again, yet Mariah continued to glance up, hoping to see a repeat of the phenomenon. Does that happen here often? I've lived most of my life in the city, where you're lucky just to see the stars through the smog. I've seen a few here. Mostly I've seen them when the team's been on ops overseas. It was then she realized this was the furthest she'd ever been from Chicago, while he'd been all over the world. What's it like? Casey turned his head toward her with a furrowed brow. What's what like? Being in a strange land, fighting the bad guys, and risking your life for your country. His broad shoulders shrugged, briefly drawing her attention. I don't know. I never really thought about it that way before. It's just my job. Someone's got to do it, right? 
I guess so. Mariah got the impression he wasn't too keen on the subject, so she changed it. We've gone quite a bit. Should we turn around and start back? Without answering her, Casey lightly took her elbow and did an about-face toward the direction of the cottage. Mariah's heart raced at the gentle, innocent touch. She wondered if he felt the electricity that seemed to spark down her arm to her fingertips. She didn't know if she was disappointed or relieved when his hand dropped back down to his side. She silently chastised herself. Get a grip. The last thing you need is an attraction to this man. By the time they reached the cottage, she almost had herself convinced. The next morning, Mariah was sitting on the couch tying her sneakers when she heard K.C. emerge from the bedroom. He wore his usual training on the beach wear, black sweatpants, and a military green t-shirt. Yet, he was as sexy as ever. His hair looked as if he'd just run his hands through it after his shower, following his routine morning run. He had shaved, and his face was so smooth, she ached to reach out and touch him to see how soft his skin really was. He approached her and seemed oblivious to her wayward thoughts. Already? Yep. I thought maybe tonight, instead of having dinner here, we can meet my uncle at Sassy's. It's a great little restaurant in town. We've been going there since I was a kid. Sassy's real name is Sarah Parnell, a very nice lady. Her daughter and son-in-law took over after Sarah retired. Tonight is their famous Friday Fish Fry night, and I try not to miss it when I'm in town. And no, I don't suggest you try to say that ten times fast. The laughter he was able to bring forth from her often these days filled the room. I'll take your advice. And that sounds great, especially since tonight is my night to cook. He let out a little snort. Well, truthfully, I wasn't looking forward to doing the dishes either. Feeling more carefree than she had in months, she followed him out the door and down the steps to the patio. A short wooden pathway threaded its way through the dunes and out to the beach. Striding halfway to the water before he turned around to face her, Casey explained that he was going to approach her from behind and grab her as if he were an assailant. He wanted her to use everything she had been taught in the past few days to escape from him. He glanced up and down the beach. Just making sure no one is around. I wouldn't want anyone calling the police, thinking I'm attacking you for real. Her smile fell briefly before she could recover. Thankfully, he didn't notice. No, that would definitely not be a good thing. More than he could possibly know.